All right. Welcome back to the Boys Will Be Boys podcast. Um, as always, uh, I'm Alex, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Fenn Williamson. Hello, everyone. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. All right, so today, um, this, is, this is something I've been looking forward to, talking to you about this, because um, I feel like uh, you and I both have some, some experience um, in this area. Well, we definitely have some experience in this area, uh, but I'm, I'm excited to hear what you've got um, on this topic today. Yep. So what we're going to be talking about today is um, summer job stories. So let, let me preface this. Um, growing up uh, in high school, you know, you kind of reach a point. For me, it was the point of when I got my license. Yes. When I got my driver's yeah. license, um, you can't use your driver's license, number one, if you don't have money for gas. And number two, because, I mean, my dad, my mom and dad were not going to pay for me to just drive around with my friends and go to, you know, cookout or whatever. That, that was not going to be a thing. Um, so you got to have money to pay for the gas. You, ha- you have to have money to pay for whatever you're going to do at what location you are driving to, right? right so right. I had my driver's license for a few weeks, and then I realized, all right, I need a job to, to financially support my activities now that I am behind the wheel. Yep. It's one of the first things of stepping into adulthood yeah. is – filling that car up with gas. And oh, the majority yeah. of high school cars, I'm sorry if you came from a more financially blessed background, mm. but a majority of high school cars, you're going to get the, the 2002 Grand Cherokees, oh, yeah. the, the Altimas, the Camrys. Some of these things can get north of 25 miles per gallon, but then there's some of these that you'd have better luck driving a Hot Pocket down the street. Oh, yeah. These things. And I think, I think for our generation, what you're falling into is anywhere between – 1998 yeah. to like a 2000, maybe six. Yeah, yeah. I've got a 2005, and I think it's probably one of the more recent ones right. that so I've had. Anything outside, anything like closer, I guess, younger than a 2006 vehicle, it's like, oh wow, like you drive a 2007 Toyota Corolla. Mm-hmm. You're starting to like, think bad what, thoughts about their I wonder, family. Yeah, like yeah. I wonder what your parents do for a living. Right, right. But then, like anything past the 1998, it's it's either like, oh, that's like that's kind of vintage. Like that's cool. I can respect. There that. was always that one kid that had like the 80s Camaro yeah. that you could hear him coming from three blocks down the street. Right, and, and it's like, like, oh, Tony's coming. Yeah, yeah. And I've never really understood that. I mean, more power to the people that drive vintage cars. I feel like they're bad on gas, but my V8 Grand Cherokee is not really a gas sipper either. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is no-lid chugging gas. Anyway, so summer, back to summer jobs. That was kind of a rabbit chase, but mm-hmm. it's okay. Summer jobs. Um, Finn, I want to hear, you know, when you, when you get hired as a 15, 16, whatever year old high school kid, um, you are just – starting to grasp the ropes of responsibility, making a schedule, making a work schedule, you know, because a lot of times with summer jobs, you are working at a business that has employees that are adults. Right. And so there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, interaction with like real world working people. Yeah. It's your first taste, which is interesting. I think it's interesting that these like high school kids are working side by side, usually under, these adults, but I think that's just kind of interesting thought. So tell me, is there is there any stories that come to mind when I say summer jobs? Is there anything funny, 
anything that stands out? Let me know. You know, Alex, I've, I've got a few, um, but for the sake of time, you know, I'll just talk about one. Okay. And, and if you want to talk about more after this, we definitely can. Uh, I had multiple different jobs. Um, I had a one, the, the most consistent one. I, I mean, I held this job from the summer after sophomore year into the day before I left for college. Literally the day before I moved in was my last day. Okay, wow. Um, this was in the mall, you know, working at American Eagle Outfitters. Um, I, I worked there through, um, that's just like a regular sales associate through high school. Yeah. Um, and then my senior year, two days after my 18th birthday, um, had an opportunity to step into a management role there. And everybody hears that, and they're like, oh, that was probably pretty cool, right, to be to be younger and do that. I'm oh, telling yeah. you, it was the most miserable season of my <laughs> short life. The 20 years I've spent here, the worst year of my life was in management at American Eagle. You know? <laughs> Just was not well-equipped for that. I got some great experience, great business ethics that I learned, but I'm telling you – if I had to go back and do it 10 times over, not one am I taking that management role. <laughs> anyway, the story that I'm going to tell does not have anything to do with American Eagle. Um, however, I did spend a lot of time there. Um, the story I'm going to tell um, was this other job that I worked. This was actually my first summer working at the mall. I was averaging maybe eight hours a week. Okay. You know, you're, you've got those laws that prohibit you from working until you can like work four hours at a time or yep. something like that. And so I had I was working two maybe three at the most four hour shifts a week. Okay. Okay. So I needed something else. I'm also playing football at the time, so we've got workouts in the morning. We're going from like seven to noon. Yeah. Okay. And so basically, I had open every day, twelve noon until five thirty, just about. You know, if I'm ever working Ooh. in the mall, I'm going in at five thirty. Yeah. Um, and so. I've got this job um, working because of a, a friend of mine who was on the football team with me. His uncle actually owned this little business, and it wasn't his main business. It was just a side hustle. Okay. But he would take basically these evicted homes, right, these homes that have either the, the people weren't making payments and people have been evicted, or even homes where there has been some sort of fire okay. or asbestos. People overrun. are not living in these homes. Yes, yes, and so – a majority of these, especially these evictions, people will just trash this. Oh, place. absolutely. All right. And so our and, job. And to be honest, before you go on, if I got evicted out of a house, I'd be kind of mad at the world. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so I would trash it too. It's like driving a rental car. You know, <laughs> in my car, I'm going to ease the brakes, you know, take it easy. Yeah. I'm doing donuts in the parking lot of that rental car. I've oh got, yeah, absolutely. You know? If it's if it's not yours anymore and it's being taken away from you at another like a later time, I'm a dog it out. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get a little bit reckless. Right. Absolutely. Okay. 100 percent understood. Um, but our role, um, these four high school 16 year old kids, our role within this company was to clean these homes. All right. <laughs> and so basically, they don't have to be spotless. We're not staying at the Hilton here. Yeah. But these things, we need to get the the toilet that somehow found its way to the living room. We got to move <laughs> that thing out. It was just good seating, you know? We just didn't have the couch, so we moved the toilet. We had to sell the chairs to make last month's rent. We have no idea what we're going to do this month. But I'm watching season three of Breaking Bad on this toilet. Anyway, our job is to clean these houses. Um, And so we're doing like three or four of these a week. And when I tell you, no no disrespect to Mr. Phillips, he he was a great boss. He gave us such a long leash, man. He would give us... 
as much time as it took oh, to yeah. clean these things. Probably like we could average a house a day. Okay. You know, but sometimes we're spending a week and a half on one house. Wow. Okay. And that's because not because there's just so much stuff. It's because of the activities we are engaging in <laughs> while within these homes. Um, and so. Go with me here okay. to to sixteen year old Finn back in twenty fourteen. Um, you're sitting here with you just got out of football practice. Yeah, you know you didn't shower. You're still kind of gross, but yep. you got on at least some dry clothes, and you're in there excavating all the terrible things <laughs> you find in these homes. Terrible things. Um, wading through feces and trash. Oh and my All these other things that could be here. Um, we need some way to entertain ourselves. Absolutely. You know, uh, at this point, nothing was the same. And I don't think you should out. apologize for that. I right, mean, right. The, the Nothing Was the Same album by Drake had just dropped, one of the greatest of all time, yeah. I might add, and as far as his work goes. Um, but that was only going to get us so far as we're listening to that and cleaning it up. Okay. Um, so around this time, 2014, Vine is still alive and well. Oh, we are cooking with Vine around that time. We miss you, Vine. We really do. Um, You were a great thing. Um, However, Vine's really, really popular at this point. We're like, bro, you could make a six-second video about anything. We're going to have some fun. (laughs) Okay, so every so often... Game changes at this point. Every so often, you get really lucky, and you would find a house that had a sliding glass door in the back. Okay. Okay. Um, So as this summer goes on, you know, we're getting a little bit more ambitious with some of the things we're doing in these houses, such as, like, we're taking sledgehammers to the wall. Um, Yeah. We're – there was this one house. Yeah, there was this one house that burned down, but they had this, like, wine collection. Okay. Okay, so we took these bottles of wine that have somehow – they've been burnt, and so I think they're a lot more strong now. Yeah. And we got to just chuck these things at the wall and see if they would break. Um, And so definitely a lot of fun for a 16-year-old kid. Absolutely. Um, This one house that we went to, though, we – the house had burned down. Uh, There's a sliding glass door in the back. Okay. Um, this is the first time we actually attempted this maneuver. Um, the the <laughs> glass door had been burnt in the fire. I didn't know you could like burn glass like, without it not melting. melted. Yeah, but just yeah. like. But it is definitely not as strong as it was a week like prior. Like charred, maybe I guess. Yeah, would be. yeah. Regardless, you could not see out the other end of this okay. glass. Okay. Okay. So it was like kind of this brownish black color almost yeah yeah and so i don't know if something got on the glass that made it this color or glass just burns like that i don't know yeah. we regardless we cannot see anything we can talk about the the chemical makeup the, yeah the of physics of when this you later. burn glass later we yeah. can do that another time maybe another episode but r- right now just keep going so i can't see anything through this glass my friend okay. justin i uh, hope you're listening justin he goes finn i bet you couldn't run through this glass with this glass door and i said bet bro and at this point you know i'm in some of the greatest shape of my life you know i'm i'm ready to go we're still trying to play football in college yeah i'm ready to run smack through (laughs) this glass door um so back to vine vine's really popular yes we're like bro let's just film this thing oh absolutely all right so so go with me here to the vine begins with me at the end of the hallway yes and then they've got a picture of me in a a sprinter stance okay and then, you know, you can cut Vine and take different, like, spurts of video at different times. Yes. Okay. We take a video of Justin saying, hey, Finn, are you ready? And then to me, and I look at him and I say, I'm ready. All right. <laughs> and then the next cut, 
yeah. the last four seconds of this video yes. is me sprinting down the hallway and lowering my shoulder into this sliding glass door. Awesome. Okay, and so okay. it's, it's kind of malleable at this point. It's yeah. definitely easier to break through. Yeah. So I go straight through it. Straight oh, yeah. through it. Yeah. Like brick to glass. Yeah, and, and I kind of launched into this thing. I didn't really like just keep running through it. You, I sort of <laughs> threw myself into it. You were all in. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. There's no backing out at yeah. this point. You're Once committed. I left my feet, I am, <laughs> I'm going wherever the wind may take me. So I go through this glass door, and what I quickly found out was that along the other side, where we had anticipated maybe a deck or a porch to be, yeah. there was nothing. There's absolutely nothing. <laughs> Interesting. And so for a few microseconds, <laughs> I am in straight free fall in so much confusion from the bottom, going towards the, the bottom of this house of, when am I going to hit the ground? <laughs> you know, and, and thankfully, I'm on the first floor. I'm not like... In the second floor, I could yeah. I could not be sitting here right now. Right, um, but thankfully the good Lord protected me. However, I go through this door down into the ground in their house. This double wide trailer was kind of on a hill. It's it's a little bit elevated. Yeah, yeah, and so minimum seven and a half foot drop. Oh, good. That I'm going down <laughs> straight straight on my throwing shoulder. Okay, <laughs> and then. We're kind of on a hill, yeah. and so I don't just fall to the ground and like, oh, that was that sucked, that hurt so bad. I'm like stationary. No, I continue to roll down this hill a good 40, 50 feet yeah. before I'm able to stop myself. And I look back, and I see my friends, my brothers in arms, they're cheering because this is the greatest thing they have seen in their 16-year-old lives. Right. And at this point, I'm all... I'm just straight adrenaline, and yeah. I'm like, you know, I don't feel pain at this point. And I'm like, <laughs> that was freaking awesome. Who's next? Um, so that's probably, like, one of the funnier stories I have of summer jobs. Okay. We that's had a lot of good. fun that summer. Like, getting to break property that wasn't ours is any – for any 16-year-old, that's, that's a great that's time. That's a good time. That is a, that is a great afternoon after school breaking somebody else's yeah it was it was a summer job so no school but but after like everything else we had done that morning it was great i'm I'm really excited to hear what what you have to offer so okay let me know because we grew up in different areas we did so so. you grew up in the upstate i grew up in the midlands um which really doesn't have too much of an effect but different areas um so you grew up in the hottest place of the world hottest place uh yeah it, it is it is muggy, and it's not the temperature is hot, but what does it is the humidity. Yeah, um, yeah. And so it's just—I mean, you walk outside, and I—I I mean, I sweat. Like, you know, gray gray t-shirts are not really a friend of mine. Um, suit like summer suits Ugh, yeah. are a nightmare. Um, but anyway, we can talk about that later. Um, I, I will give a little context here for our listeners who aren't familiar with the state of South Carolina. Um, I can tell you that the hottest I've ever been in my entire life, I can recall being when I was in high school um, in Columbia, South Carolina, which is where you are from. Yeah. Um, we had a track meet at Spring Valley High School. Yeah. Um, it's where the state championship track meet was every year, and you always dreaded it because Absolutely. you knew this is the middle of May yeah. at this point. <laughs> it is going to be as hot as it will ever get in the state of South Carolina. At least it feels that way. Yeah. Um, it's so warm. If you've never been to Spring Valley, it's kind of set up in this very open track and field area. Kind of a bowl 
and the not sun a is chance you are finding a centimeter of shade. Oh no! And so you are Absolutely just baking not. in the sun all day. Yeah. Um, and so hottest I've ever been in my life was in Columbia. So I'm okay. interested to see if this was an outdoor activity you were doing or an indoor. Okay. Because so it was outdoor, you're so miserable. here's the deal. I I worked like you. I worked a few jobs throughout high school. Um, my first job was a summer custodian uh, at an elementary school waxing floors. Wow. Okay. So I got hired by the school district. Um, me and two of my other friends. Um, I didn't we, know they hired from within for those yeah, positions. Yeah, they did. Wow. So, and they, I mean, they just hired, you know, high school kids to come in, uh, strip the old wax from the previous year, and uh, apply new wax to all the floors of all the tile um, in these elementary schools. So, I'm, it, I'm curious as to how you acquired such a position. Were you approached by a janitorial staff member <laughs> at the high school you and know, said, "Hey, we got a great opportunity for an internship this summer." <laughs> As as much as I wish as uh, that my physical qualities lend me to be approached by the janitorial staff, however, that was not the case. Uh, one of my friends worked the job um, the previous year, and he invited me um, okay. to step on staff nice. this upcoming summer, and nice, so I did. Yeah. Um, but that's not the story. My next job was uh, as a cart boy at the local golf course um, which was, as you said, again, um, it was a hot job. And I actually worked this job throughout the school year, too. That's a classic high um, school position. Yeah, to cleaning, cleaning clubs, cleaning golf cars, uh, you know, never paying for golf balls, playing free golf. Um, it, was, it was a great time. I would eat in the clubhouse for free. That's um, great. I hear you have a wicked short game. Interesting. That is, yeah, I mean, it's okay. It's, it's, I can't hit a driver off the tee, I'm going to be honest. Um, but... My short game's okay. I, I'm, I can take my short game and, and put it in front of other people and not be embarrassed. Okay, yeah. Um, but, and so that's not even the story. Uh, my, my job out of high school that I worked for the longest, I worked for two years, uh, maybe not quite two years, uh, over a year at a, um, at a gym in Lexington right outside of Columbia. Um, and kind of, kind of similar to a Gold's Gym. Um, just owned by a different company. Um, I worked front desk at this gym, um, this fitness center, um, and basically my job entitled of answering phone calls, um, dealing or handling guest uh, situations like when people would come in and they would have problems with their accounts, which seemed to be every interaction um, sure, I would walk yeah. them through whatever the process needed and to be. And you are always the bad guy in that situation. I'm, I never bring good news. Yeah. Hardly ever do I bring good news to somebody who has a problem with an account. Even if you do, they have come in ready to debate, ready because, to fight. Exactly, because yeah. they have received either an email or a phone call saying that their card has been declined on their monthly gym payment, and they walk in, and I am the welcoming face that they see first, and they just unload on me. Some punk kid is sitting here, and he's going to tell me that I missed my payment. No, sorry. Exactly. So that's that's who I'm dealing with, right? So I worked the afternoon shifts um, usually. Sometimes during the summer I would work in the morning um, or midday. But this particular shift I was working the night shift, um, which was 5 to, uh, five to 10 o'clock. It was a five-hour shift. Um, and I actually kind of enjoyed the 5 to 10 um, because it, it was filled with very interesting people. Um, because you can imagine, like, there's the type of people that go and work out in the morning, probably yeah. the more disciplined people. Absolutely. There's the type of people that work out during the lunch break. Um, but then there's, like, the people that work out at, like, 9 o'clock. Like, right. the dads that come in and work, like, 
instead of like being at home, they're like doing legs. And it's just, yeah, it's just, yeah. it's just a whole kind of working the crap out of a stair climber. Oh yeah, it's the, it's the forty five. It's an man. odd crowd, yeah. and and there are and there are people that like you know worked all day, like have responsibilities in the morning, and the only time they can get in is at eight o'clock. Um, but it, it's all to be said, it's a different crowd in the evening. Yeah. Um, anyway, so. It, it's towards the end of my shift. It's getting around 9 o'clock. And at 9 o'clock, I start the process of uh, getting on the phone, like getting on the sound system of the gym and uh, announcing how much time they have left. Because a typical workout is going to last, I would say, an hour to an hour and a half long. Sure. Some up to two hours. Um, some so, 20 minutes. Some 20 minutes. Uh, but So I would get on the phone. Which was useless because everybody has headphones in anyway. But so, anyway, so this nobody is not a nobody hour is gym. listening to me. This, this is, is not a twenty four okay, hour gym. We yeah. close at ten o'clock. I get on the phone nine o'clock. I say, um, "Attention, members of guests, we are closing in one hour. We are closing in one hour. Hang up the phone. Forty five minutes. Attention, members of guests, we will be closing in forty five minutes. The gym will be closing in forty five minutes. On and on every in fifteen minute increments, and then at fifteen minutes, ten minutes, and five minutes." So as I'm making these announcements, more and more people are walking out of the gym. I'm starting to wrap up. I'm starting to turn TVs off. Um, we had in this particular gym, we had like a cardio theater, um, okay. and so I like turned the movie off. I'm turning lights off in rooms that aren't being used, like the yoga studio. What movie stuff. was playing? I, you know, I wish I could remember. Um, unfortunately, that was not the highlight. I'm just kind of interested. Of this yeah, evening. yeah, and I don't mean to derail us, but I'm yeah. just kind of interested in what type of movie plays in a cardio oh, it's, room. Like, are you are you watching Rocky or? Cause we're definitely I mean, not we, watching Shrek up in this. We're thing. watching chick flicks, action movies. It's it is. I need all something that's going to provide a little stimulant. Yeah. You know? like, I would. If I I'm would, watching a Mission Impossible, I'm going to work out a lot better than if I'm watching Beauty and the Beast. I, I get that. Yeah, but very frequently I would walk in. On people in the cardio theater sitting on a bike, motionless, okay. <laughs> and just, <Okay. laughs> just watching the movie. That was a common occurrence. Okay, so I'm turning everything off. Uh, it's about so we close at ten. It's about nine forty-five, nine fifty. Um, so around this time, I start walking around the gym and counting how many people are in there. That way, I can stand at the front um, when. It, reaches 10 o'clock and know right. in my head how many people there's nobody left in this gym right yeah. and that way i can just lock the doors and head out um so i make the calls whatever i actually walk into the men's locker room um just to see if there's any trash on the ground count how many people are in there um and i notice that one of the showers is running Nine fifty, no big deal he'll be out by 10 sure. walk back to the front desk uh everybody walks out um and then there's one person left and in my head i think okay it's just the guy in the shower He's probably wrapping up, probably, you know, cleaning out his locker, putting clothes on, whatever. He'll be out in a minute. 10.05 rolls around. Um, and it minutes feel like hours. Yep. Because Once you are past the time you were supposed to leave, I would even argue 9.45. Yeah. Those minutes start to crawl by. Exactly. And, and, and now, now that it's 10.05, we are five minutes into my personal time. Yeah, yeah. Right? The time that I could be in the car on the way home. Um, the time that I could not be at the gym. Right. Which right. is pretty <laughs> sacred time. Um, so it's 10.05. Walk, walk back in the locker room. Shower's still gone. So I, I announce at a pretty loud level that the gym is closed. Um, don't hear a response. 
Um, so I just kind of mindlessly walk back to the front desk. Um, 10.15 rolls around. Um, everything is shut off. Lights are off. Doors are locked. I'm just sitting on the counter of the front desk watching the locker room. Where else are you going to look? You know? Yeah. You're waiting on homeboy to make his way out. And, and I'm, I'm going to be honest. I was preparing what I was going to say to the, to the man as he was walking out of the locker room. And it was not going to be nice. Yeah. Um, it, because, because you lose the, you lose my hospitality the second after 10 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. I'm le- much less hospitable when I am supposed to have been in my car with doors locked. To yeah. yeah. And, I, and I think that's fair. Completely understandable. Um, so it's about 10, 15 and you know, I'm just sitting there by myself in silence thinking, um, like, what if, what if whoever is in the shower is like not okay? Like they've been in the shower now for at least 25 minutes. <laughs> And I don't know how long your showers are, um, but a gym shower, like you don't mess around in a gym shower. You kind of get clean and get out. You're pruning something serious. Yeah, at it, 25 minutes is a long gym shower. Um, and so I'm just kind of thinking, like, you know, what's this guy's deal? I, I mean, my mind is going so far as has he passed out or died in this shower? Like, that is how far my mind is going. Right? And if that is the case, it's going to be a lot later than 10.30. Oh, exactly. So, so, so that's where my mind is. I, I, and so as I'm making the walk, the final walk from the front desk back into the men's locker room, which is not a quick walk. It's like on the other side of the gym. Um, or seemingly on the You kind of have to take some turns and whatever. So I, I walk into the men's locker room. I announce again the gym is closed. No response. So in my head, I've made the decision. The person inside this shower is dead. I'm going to open the shower curtain. There's going to be a dead, naked, wet man on the bottom of this shower that I'm going to have to pick up. Yeah, someone's got to move that guy. And, like, I, like, get him out of the shower? Like, I guess I'm going to have to pick him up. Like, I don't know what I... I'm going to have to get back to, my, get back to the phone, call 911, and sit here with this wet, dead body until the ambulance arrives. Okay? I... This is this is where I'm at. I am about ten, five to ten feet away from the shower curtain, just looking at it, screaming. At this point, is anybody in there? Is anybody here? No response. And so, it, obviously, this is where I'm at. Dead man in the shower. Alex is coming in. I swipe open the shower. Shower's running full blast. Shampoo, body wash in the shower shelves. Shower is empty. Mm. I said mm. I. Some language came out of my mouth at this point that I will not repeat in this session. Um, but I, I packed it up, and I went home at, uh, at about 10.30, 10.40. All for an empty shower. All for an empty shower. Who gets out of the shower and leaves it running? And, and, it, and also, who gets out of the shower, leaves it running, leaves shampoo and body wash, and then closes the shower curtain? Have you ever, like, maybe in your house you do that? But, like, in a public shower, you yeah. leave the curtain open to, to show that to it symbolize is that it, yeah. is a, it is a vacant shower. Never in my life have I taken a shower, left the water running, and then closed the curtain. That is just incredibly left. odd. That was predetermined, preconceived, extended middle finger to the kid at the front desk. Yeah. I mean, I was, my heart was beating out of my chest moments before, and then I just... 
boldly swiped the shower curtain and was met with nothing. That is ridiculous. Hey, I know that, that that's pretty much going to be close to the end of this yeah. podcast and our discussion, but while we're here, we might as well talk about it. The fact that there are, and you know, I don't want to marginalize or attack any certain type of demographic, but majority of these people are older males. Yes. That walk across the locker room, ladies. I'm sorry if this, if you know, ladies don't do the same thing. I don't know, <laughs> but in the guys' locker room, there's a certain type of man, and you'll know him when you see him. <laughs> yeah. You know, they it's they not... could be fully clothed, but you'll know that's you the know guy who it is that walks completely naked around the entire locker room just parading oh, yeah. his entire body and, and i don't know if it's if there's a certain age where you are there's like a threshold yeah once you, you pass stop it. caring what you look like but none of these guys are like attractive men oh no in great absolutely shape. not no they're the ones that are walking around this locker room making sure that you know their gut might brush you as it walks <laughs> past and their just, towel definitely will I don't know if they've ever brought one, to be honest with you. I think they yeah. just air dry it, and maybe that's why they walk. Um, <laughs> Can but- I tell you what I love? Well, not what I love, but what I think is hilarious. The naked old man walking around with the towel around the neck. Yeah, yeah. Like, you had it. Classic move. <laughs> but I am. There's no chance I'm taking this thing below the waist. It's going to sit on my neck for the rest of my time here. I, I just don't get it, yeah. you know? I, and maybe, maybe one day, we're sitting here now and we're, we're laughing about this, but maybe one day, the, you know, we will find ourselves joining gyms, like, you know, signing up for a membership at a gym with a, with a locker room with showers and saunas and steam rooms, and we will be walking around with nothing but a hand towel around our necks. We'll be those guys. Let's let's yeah. hope not. If uh, if you're listening and you know me, I'm going to need you to hold me personally accountable to that within the next 30, 40 years. However, I will say I admire their confidence. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely but I admirable hope I can, and respectable. I hope I, can, but I hope I can display it in other ways than parading around the locker room. I am just hoping to be more courteous at that age <laughs> to the young men and women and, and even just – age out of it just the other human beings that yeah. are in within that gym yeah um you know it's funny i can actually recall the first encounter that i had with this um i was in maybe third fourth grade oh that's young yeah 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 and so i'm 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 here with my dad at yeah. the gym it's me and my brother and my dad and, and my dad was was working out at a, a local ymca yeah. and um you know my parents were separated and so on his night with the kids you know he's not gonna leave them at the house He's yeah. going to take him to the gym with us. We're going to the Y. And if you've seen me, you know, I definitely needed to be within that gym third, fourth <laughs> grade. Uh, if you've never seen a picture of me, you would die laughing at how massive I was as a child. But You've aged well. Thanks. I appreciate it. Anyway, I recall being in this locker room, and, and I didn't shower in this locker room. I, I didn't. I wasn't doing enough work to get yeah, you're sweaty in third at this point. Right. You know, I'm walking on the treadmill watching Sweet Life of Zack and Cody <laughs> on the TV. Um, anyway... Uh, I'm in this locker room just waiting on my dad to get done showering yeah. and everything. And, and it's understandable that he would want us to be with him. Yeah. And we are within this locker room, and I remember sitting there next to my brother, and there's this old man who walks straight in front of my face. Oh, goodness. I'm sitting on the locker room bench, and there is a locker in front of me that belongs to this elderly gentleman. And I'm telling you, 
he had to stop right in front of that locker, in front of this <laughs> horrified third, fourth grade child, and proceeds to bend down oh, to goodness. pick up what was on the floor of his locker um, right in front of my face. At this point, you know, I've already pivoted. I'm, I'm My back is to him. but That's too much. It's like, it's like the thing, and, and I don't want to suggest that, that this man was in any way acting inappropriately. He probably just didn't even pay attention. Yeah. But, you know, it's kind of like those movies where you hear somebody say, he's behind me, isn't he? You know, I had long turned around just reactory, yeah. but I could feel his presence <laughs> menacing over me. Uh, I could feel the humidity off of his body oh after gosh. he had gotten out of the shower. Um, and so just for all of our listeners out there, if you're that guy at the gym, just one resounding voice that just I will one take cry. here, yeah. please stop. Be courteous for the rest of us. I don't just care if you towel. don't care what just you look like. Just use a like. towel. Towels aren't that thick. They're, you're not going to overheat wearing that bad boy. Just put it on, please, for the sake of the rest of us. Absolutely, that's that's great. I uh, I'm, I'm glad we landed here. I think I think we've uh, I think we've shared some stories and hopefully some knowledge that uh, people can people can take and just directly apply, and hopefully um, just live a little bit more courteous life. Absolutely. Just watch out for other people. Yeah. Uh, don't and maybe maybe don't run through the sliding glass doors um, of people's houses and and just and just don't close the shower curtain like when you're done. Just leave it open. Yeah. For the next turn for it the off, next guy. Maybe. Yeah. You know? Turn. Yeah. I I feel like that's Bare the biggest minimum. one. Yeah. Turn the water off. Yeah. Yeah. You can leave your shampoo bottles on, but just turn the water off, guys. If you joined us for our first episode at the intro, you heard us discuss how we wanted to make the world a better place through this podcast. That's what this episode really yeah. has, has done, I believe, or at least that's what it was intended to do. Absolutely. Well, hey, speaking of making the world a better place, let's make this podcast a little better, shall we? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think... One of the things I'm most excited about is for our audience to submit ideas. So if you have some ideas of topics you want us to talk about, um, feel free to shoot them over to us. Uh, you can email us at boyswillbeboyspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, easiest way is probably going to be to, we would love to welcome you to slide all up in our DMs on Instagram. Um, shoot us some ideas and we would love to hear from you. Um, again, our Instagram page is boys will be boys podcast ladies and gentlemen this has been yet another fun episode of the boys will be boys podcast the boys will be back in town next tuesday as always we can't wait to see you then the boys